Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. I am Ryan. And as you can probably tell, one of us is very sick and we are not in the same physical location this week. Ryan, I've been I've been traveling abroad and I brought home a little souvenir back with me from France. Herpes. Uh, co- two souvenirs from France. <laughs> <laughs> I've got COVID. I've fi- it's finally got me, and let me just tell you, I'm straight up not having a good time over here. <laughs> Are you not? You feeling bad? Yeah, <laughs> I um, I fell asleep in a meeting today because I got really bored and I had a blanket on me. And Olivia took a photo of me. She said I look like an old man in a wheelchair, just like zoned out, <laughs> drooling yeah. on yourself. <laughs> yeah, I've just. I had the best night of sleep last night, but I had some ins- absolutely insane dreams. I dreamed that we were trapped in an airport for like four months. Me and uh, you? That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody I knew was in this airport. We had to like celebrate Christmas at the airport. Don't know why we couldn't leave, why there was no planes taken off, but very similar to my uh, experience in the Toronto airport where I didn't think we were ever going to leave that, that place. That's probably where you got it. Yep, it lay dormant in my lungs for nine days until I got home. God, those bastards. Worth it, though. <laughs> I guess uh, France is pretty fun. Um, and anyone listening, if you've never been, go in like November. <laughs> it's not 100 degrees there. Because uh, that, that shit is hot. Well, you guys, you're getting married in October. You November, November the fifth. Oh, November. Sorry. Why don't you? You should have gone to Paris then. Yeah. Well, we kind of had to go when uh, we could go for free. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so you guys could have stayed there the whole time until November. And uh, reported. <laughs> probably, I could have gotten used to it. I really was getting into the. I enjoyed walking everywhere. Uh, every single place, a delicious pastry shop, every four feet, homemade. Oh, nice. Yeah, fresh made baguettes every morning. Uh, oh, so jealous. How crispy were they on the top? Oh, How they were so crispy. Oh, Christ. I, just, I bet I ate maybe five baguettes start to finish in the week that I was there because we would buy a fresh one every morning, basically. Did you bring any home with you? Um, no. No. The only, the only food souvenir I brought back was that uh, KFC hot sauce. <laughs> got oh, for you. yeah. That's that <laughs> shit I like. Thank you, too. 
It's called Too Hot For You uh, with the number two and the number four. Well, and, the lit- and the letter U. Also the letter H-O-T. I've just completed the... Like, like a kid texting you. Yeah, it's like texting in 2006. Uh, <laughs> Some people still do that. I've seen a text recently and someone had done all that shit and I was like, God, it's like deciphering a code. Yeah, I wonder what people do with all that extra time they save from cutting out unnecessary letters from text messages. I don't know. Scratch. Look scratch. at the phone a little longer. Yeah, scratch, you know. If something smells funky, smell it on your finger, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, man, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man, that smells like Swiss cheese. <laughs> Oh, yeah. But how's uh, how have things been stateside, Ryan? I heard that you uh, almost had the power company show up and beat you up and turn your power off. They can't beat me up. I'm too, uh, too slippery. Crappy. Oh, so slippery. Sometimes I uh, like to douse myself in oil, which let me just tell you right now, I am sitting in front of a tape measure, um, which is loud. Um, I had a candle with the top and some uh, liquid lube, a book and some water. I'm like in the middle of things that I can fidget with, which will be so loud. Is it, why is there a mark at two and a half inches on the tape measure? (laughs) That's the size of a big toe. (laughs) Not what you're expecting. No, I'm kidding. It's the uh, size of my toenail. I'm trying to grow up. Giant. You never know when you get into a street fight, you're going to need something. Well, as we famously talked about, I've got some pretty horrifying uh, abilities that I can do with my toes, such as picking up the oh, yeah, man. That's fucking weird. That's fucking weird. <laughs> you know, over here, like picking up shit with your toes and like directing traffic and driving your car. Oh my God. I mean, I've seen you blow your nose with the thing. I pick my nose as well. Very flexible. Yeah, that was weird. And picking your teeth with your toes. Yeah, flossing. Oh. <laughs> myself out. Yeah, it made my skin crawl a little bit too there. <laughs> and just picking your teeth with your toenails is just... Ugh. Well, thank... Ryan, thank God for um, deliver, being able to have groceries delivered to your door this i'm drinking a lemon flavored gatorade right now and it is an absolute godsend oh my god i'm it looks it looks like a bottle of pee just sitting here on my desk and that's one of my favorite flavors (laughs) the pea flavored no 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 the the yellow one i'm not i'm not <laughs> we also ordered Pedialyte popsicles, which I didn't know was a thing. Um, so we're just really trying to stay hydrated as much as possible. Well, that's a good idea. I think that the they said this one's least uh, atrocious, but the easiest to catch. So, uh, I can attest to that so far. Uh, I <laughs> it got me, it, and I didn't even see it coming. So I'm trying to figure out where it happened. I think it's probably if in Toronto. 
Yeah, nine days ago, or actually almost two weeks ago at this point. Oh um, my god! Chemical yeah, because we flew Air Canada, um, and we had to wear masks the entire time. Which yippee! That was always my favorite. I hate wearing a mask because it makes my beard look stupid. Uh, but yeah. I guess the second I took it off, the coronavirus entered my body and has not left it yet, except for the few coughing fits that I've had so far today. Um, and I'm sure that this is going to be, in addition to the sound quality, everyone's really going to enjoy how good that I sound today. I was on a meeting and someone said, told me I sounded like shit. And I was like, thank you. Thank <laughs> you so much. <laughs> no refrain. Yeah, but we're tight like that. It wasn't just out of the blue. Because uh, yeah, otherwise I'd be like, yeah, that's not that's not on. That don't don't say that. Fuck you, Darren. Yeah. Why don't you take a chill pill, Deborah? What's your, oh, what's your problem? So so salty. Oh. Um so Jake, now that you're back from Paris. What have you done? What have you watched? What have you experienced? Well, I wanted to experience what it felt like to be a cat running around a dystopian futuristic city. Uh, but oh, I bet yeah. I bet that both of us haven't done something like that. Oh, I know I have. Oh, what? Um, <laughs> yeah, I actually, I don't think I'm going to walk the same ever again. I'm just going to hang on all fours and be like that cat. So. You know, have my wife pet me, show up to work like that, just meow and bullshit. Just run around with your little backpack and your robot friend floating beside you. Yeah, B12, you know, it's good for your health. It is. I think that's in my multivitamins, which I had to blow the dust off of because I think that it will somehow save me. <laughs> but I, you're I not broke. supposed to put me like a suppository. That's weird. Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't do that. That's what I'm doing with the 20-year-old Flintstones vitamins that I just found. Oh, God. Well, yeah, I broke the glass like it was a fire extinguisher. This Just this old package of Flintstone gummies straight up the old bum hole. Oh, God. That's an image. That is an image. Crushed up, chalky, barney rubble. <laughs> yeah, I, I just can't even there's nothing I can say here Bam Bam too. you think Bam Bam's <laughs> gonna make it out not a chance you're gonna be backed up my friend you're gonna be backed up especially the gummies <laughs> they used to be gummies but they're just hard they're like eating pebbles now oh god you'll be shitting like a rabbit you know with the little balls it's like <laughs> That's what fruity pebbles used to be. They're just rocks, just colored rocks, like you'd get at the bottom of an aquarium. Yeah, they come out of people's bungholes. Yeah, I'm gonna call bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyways, uh, both of us have been playing uh, Stray, which, by my accounts, what I've played so far, I'm really quite enjoying. What do you think, Ryan? I have enjoyed it i i have been waiting to so initially i guess i'm kind of going into it but i will say initially you don't start out with a lot of things happening it's kind of like exploration and then now i'm in this like hub where there's like all these people to meet and stuff so my experience is kind of 
two things. It's like exploration, not like going on kind of desolate. And now I'm like overwhelmed by how much I have going on now. I'm like, I got to meet all these people or robots. Yeah. I really liked that about it. Um, I, I really enjoy the vibe of this. I think it's really beautiful looking, especially that, that first little area you start out in where it's like the, the, you the dam and it's raining and then you kind of walk around on the, all these pipes the next day. Mm-hmm. God, that looks cool. And the, the old like ruined city with the neon signs and stuff. It's so just, it's such a vibe, but yeah, I, I think I had the same experience where I was kind of wondering what kind of game this was really going to be and calling it a platformer is a bit generous because I don't think you can miss a jump or fall off of anything ever not well, from my, yeah it, well except in that cutscene where you fall <laughs> all the way down into uh the dead the dead city is which which they call it but yeah you kind of uh gameplay wise there's not a ton going on and i think i like that after it's every now and then it's just good to play something like this where it's just it's pretty chill uh, it just looks really good, and I just I'm enjoying the art direction of it. I'm kind of just letting it do whatever it wants to do to me. Um, oh, God, you know. Not the first time you've said that today, huh, Romeo? <laughs> I'm just l- laying down, and whatever happens, happens. Off um, your elbows and on your <laughs> palms down, <laughs> just like that cat. Uh, <laughs> the cat's really cute. I like I like that cat. It reminds me of my cats. I get excited about kitty cats, and that that really excited me. Sorry, <laughs> I went into a different world. I my, both my cats are down here looking at me. So, and they've uh, enjoyed watching you play so far. Yeah, they've kind of held me hostage right now until I said something nice. But um, yeah, I I've enjoyed it, and my cat has watched me play it, and he's like, "Oh damn!" And I'm like, "Yeah, Bubba B." And I'm like, meow, meow, my cat. And he's like, meow, meow. That's been one of my favorite things about the discourse around this is just watching videos of people playing this and their cats, like just very interested in what's going on on the TV. And I'm, I'm into that. I like it. I, You're going to get a cat soon? Yeah. <laughs> Why <laughs> <is> not? not <laughs> <laughs> this is maximum amount of energy that I can muster at this very moment where I'm like, yes, I'll definitely commit to buying a cat right now <laughs> just because of this game. Yes, exactly. Good call. You are, <laughs> you play as like the smartest cat in the world though. You're well, not just Jake, that's a little egotistical of you because you're playing as the cat. So technically the cat is you. So you're saying you're a smart cat. That's what I heard there. Yeah. That is, I guess that is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I really enjoyed the um, uh, once because you were te- we were texting before we started this, and you're saying that you had just got up to the the little robot town. I was like, I really like that part because it's it suddenly it's a huge shift up in the the gameplay experience because you have this pretty linear straight shot where all you're really doing is kind of figuring out the path forward, which is fairly obvious. There are surfaces that you can jump on surfaces that you can't. 
um, you have a meow button and when you meow certain things light up and it basically shows you where to go. But once you get up to this, this hub world, um, there are all these, uh, robots there and they've got their own little language and you pick up this, you pick up this little floating robot friend, uh, in an apartment and the whole, the whole game suddenly changes where it goes from this just really chill, vibey, solitary experience to all of a sudden there's like 40 different robot people to talk to and you've got like literal side quests and stuff where <laughs> you talk to the old grandma robot and she's like i need some electrical wire to help make clothes so then you got to go talk to the merchant and he's like oh, oh shit i haven't made it to that part yet oh well spoiler <laughs> <laughs> this is all very clearly marked so if you're if you pay attention at all, you'll you'll find it. I don't think it's really a spoiler. So you talk to the merchant. He's like, well, you need to go get me this thing. And so then you go have to figure out how to get into uh, this building. Uh, and it involves, you know, naturally climbing and interacting with stuff. Uh, you get to knock off uh, paint cans. You get to throw buckets into fans to make them stop and advance. Uh, mm -hmm. you, get to, you get to knock bo glass bottles off of stuff because you're a cat. And that's what cats do. Asshole. Yeah, <laughs> you are a bit of an asshole, and I like that. I'm, I like how true to form it is as far as being a cat. <laughs> I'm an asshole. Whenever I get to the ledge of somewhere and there's a bunch of stuff, I just like run all over the place and knock shit over. And even if it's like something you have to kind of like work at a little bit, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna knock this over. <laughs> I yeah I any game that has like glass bottles or stuff that you can just like walk on or, or tip over and it, and it clinks and has a really satisfying, like I don't know, just sound that it makes. I really, really enjoy that. It's another, it kind of reminded me a little bit of hollow Knight, where there's stuff in the foreground and in the background that you can just mm -hmm. chop up and knock and destroy for no real reason other than it's just satisfying to do so <laughs> it 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 looks cool you get a nice little uh feedback from the controller and it just feels good to do same as this it just feels good to knock beer bottles and into the street below and whatever happens happens after <laughs> that yeah i've been really meticulous to try to see everything and jump on everything just because i'm thinking of the trophies um but yeah, it's it definitely goes from um, like hanging with some cats, like your cat clan or your pack or whatever they call it, like a whole bunch of cats, and then like you're by yourself, and then you get to this robot town, and there's like all the robots have different personalities and stuff. There's like a musician and like uh, like a ninja kind of. They call him the guardian. He's not a ninja, but he wields like a really long bow staff. And like uh, you said, like a grandma, there's two people throwing paint. Everybody's got their own kind of thing. And you can annoy people or robots by meowing at them. I mean, yeah, the, at somebody and they drop paint. Yeah, you, there's, um, there's two people playing like checkers uh, and you can jump on, you can jump on their checker, checkerboard and just fuck their shit up and, and jump down. They're like, what the hell? <laughs> like, I'm a cat. I'm an asshole by nature. Yeah, that's like, what okay. It's just kind of my thing. It's what I do. Um, but yeah, I that and I I think one of the other big highlights in addition to it just being a cool experience and it it adds to it is the sound design in this. Um it's got this really background synthy sort of um 
score that's just kind of always playing that matches the mood very, very well. And I just really like the little, uh, the, the design of the robots and their little language. They've got this really interesting sort of beep and beeping and booping that they're doing. And it, it shows their like live uh, translation as it goes. I really like that. I, I like, I like all the little sound effects and I really like the way that they, um, the way that they talk to each other. Yeah. I wonder, uh, cause I mean, not only is the sound quality great, but also the visual like we talked about. And I just wonder who sold that to somebody who was like, Hey, can you give us backing to be able to do this game? Like, what's the game about? Whoa, you're a cat. <laughs> you're a cat. But then all of a sudden it goes into, uh, this weird sci-fi adventure. So I think we're also at some point going to be solving the mystery of what happened to all the people why there is this like underground robot town um, and why they, because you've got this postcard that you find where it's a picture of a beach and all of them are like, uh, well, that's not real. We've never been out. We've never been outside of the city. So that's weird. There's one person, uh, the guardian tells you about one person. This person lives like up in a high rise or something. Yeah. I haven't made it up there yet, but I'll be interested to see what, momo has to say about the state of the world and how how things got to the way that they are but uh, it is interesting in that uh, the robots the little snippets of conversation that i've read that they seemingly miss the humans like they're they're kind of sad that they're gone uh, and i think that in a most games it's usually when it's set in a post-apocalypse they're like yeah fuck those people it's their fault <laughs> everything's messed up <laughs> uh but they seem uh, a little sad about it uh, oh and there's also these uh, little i think they're like bugs or something that are chasing after you oh god yeah they remind me of this uh bug that's in jack and dexter 3 uh, but yeah they will they come in hordes and then they jump after you it's like you see them in the beginning but whenever they're singular couple of them in the cutscenes, they run and scatter away from you. But whenever it's like you're running from them, there's like a horde of them. Yeah. And that's been the only, up to this point, the only real action sequence, but it's just, you're just running. Uh, I don't know if you can actually die in this game. I'm assuming if you don't run fast enough and you get enough of those little, little sucker fuckers stuck to you, they'll suck the life out of you. But, um, yeah. Cause you go into the red whenever, um, <laughs> Like they get on you and you don't like press O, but they jump and they, they're fast. Um, I just wonder, I don't know if there's like a true path there. I want to go back and finish those levels because where they, they were coming out of, it looks like there was an opening where they were coming from. So maybe, you know, you can jump out that way. I don't know if there's multiple paths to the same area. Yeah, I would imagine if it's as linear as the rest of it, there probably is a path you can definitely turn down and probably get overwhelmed. But thats I don't think that that's what this game is or really meant to be. I think it's meant to, it's not really meant to challenge you in any sort of way. You just kind of enjoy the process of going through it. <laughs> um, yeah. I've only, the only time I got lost, I got a little bit turned around in the town uh a couple times there but it's only because i forgot about looking up and that the fact that you can climb and crawl across rooftop rooftops and once i remembered you can do that 
figured out exactly where I needed to go. So I'll be interested to see if you have more opportunities to kind of go off the beaten path or if it is pretty much there's one real way forward. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've I've really enjoyed my time with Stray so far, and I think we probably will maybe talk about it again a little bit more next week if we've both uh, finished it. It's not supposed to be super long, I don't think. Five to six hours. Um, but as I'm trying to go through it as fine-tuned as possible because there's like uh, vaults and things like that, and you can unlock things. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to be you know, as meticulous as possible. But uh, yeah, so <clears throat> a little bit that we've played astray so far. Big recommend from both of us. Uh, if you have PlayStation Plus Premium, it's free. If not, it's thirty bucks, and I think it's uh, on PC as well as PS4 mm -hmm. and PS5. So, whichever way tickles your fancy, I think it's definitely worth going in on, even if you do pay the thirty bucks for it. It's a uh, it's a really enjoyable experience, and you know now 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 I guess you know exactly what you're what you're getting into. So. If that doesn't sound like something you'd be into, that's fine. <laughs> you but, suck. Yeah, not every game has to be the same, and sometimes it's nice to play something a little bit different. So, oh, I hear Olivia sneezing. Yeah, she's might have it as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn, it's my it's my fault. <laughs> Nothing oh. like God. It sucks. It's it really sucks going two and a half years without without this, and you really think that you're it's not going to happen to you, and then it really really does in a big way. <laughs> I wonder if anybody's ever felt that way as well. Like they lived in the bubble for that long and were like, "We're almost home free," and then they weren't. I feel yep. like there'd be a support group for people like that. Like we thought we made it, and we didn't. Yeah, well, I felt like a fucking piece of shit. I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> this like, is about a bummer. Just in general. Just everything. <laughs> oh, man. Don't be bummed out. It should happen. Sad about being home from vacation. Then I was like, well, at least I don't have COVID. Well. <laughs> and then I woke up yesterday feeling a little bit weird. And it did not get better. Well. And it, it'll take a couple of days, but you're probably in the worst of it right now. Maybe tomorrow might be a little worse, but you'll be all right, man. We'll see this through. I really, if I like your bedside manner where you're like, listen, it's probably going to get worse tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to be great after that. Yeah, it's going to feel so much better, but tomorrow, probably going to be rough. <laughs> I'm not going to sugarcoat it. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be like sucking a bag of dicks. Oh, on a full stomach. <laughs> a bag. On Not a even... full stomach. Oh, what what did I fill up on? More dicks. <laughs> <laughs> the first bag was so good, you had to get a second. Oh, a second bag of dicks. Your <laughs> eyes were bigger than your your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> My... My balls are bigger than my stomach. <laughs> my balls are bigger than my sack. Which would a, be a really big problem. Yeah, I have a rare medical condition. Called big ball-itis. What was it when uh, 
when Stan Marsh had it, or was that just from the microwaves that made their ball sack swell up and they had to carry him around in a wheelbarrow? Oh, God, I can't remember. <laughs> I, it took me a second, but I was like, oh, yeah, I do remember that. Well, didn't they, like, like jerk off or something, and then that's how they got small again? I can't remember. I think it was something like that. Yeah, that seems Gosh. like South Park. South Park is such a blur to me. I think they lost me when he was doing the uh, when he was uh, performing his steamy rave on, and he was just shitting his pants on stage because that's <laughs> what he said. All modern music sounds like is just someone shitting their pants on stage. Yeah, I've debated on going back and watching all of that. Um, that'd be like my next binge show. I don't know, man. I just don't know. Right, because you've just recently wrapped up King of the Hill, haven't you? Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> How does it feel to be over the hill? Um, I'm a little bummed. And I know because I enjoyed it, but it's also one of those shows where you kind of be in that mind frame to watch it and really get into it. I, I, I can't go in there cold or without reason. So I'm kind of bummed out about that. But I think it's a great show. I would do it again, hands down. It, it got the last season was probably the best season. Oh well, at least they went out with a bang. I feel exactly the same way when I finish a long show or a long game, for that matter, where you just kind of you just kind of sit there and you're like, well, now what? <laughs> what do I? What do I do now? I'm gonna go hang myself. <laughs> it's just such a comforting feeling like putting on a nice warm sweater on a cold evening where you just have something to look forward to every day and all of a sudden it's gone it's, and nothing nothing awaits you but the cold bitter bittersweet embrace of death that's like coming for us all tomorrow. yeah that's coming for us all slowly <laughs> 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 encroaches um uh, but I speaking of that, I also um finished Stranger Things. Um, me and the old wifey went through the whole uh, the whole release so far, which is at this point of this recording, it's like the first four seasons. And like some of those episodes in season four were like two hours, hour and a half. I don't think anything was less than an hour. Whereas before it was like forty five minute episodes. Like, God, after we finished that I was like, I'm excited where they're going but i'm also really sad that i don't get to see what's what's happening because the next season's the last season yeah and i did read that they're the next season five will not be out for at least three more years maybe three more years yeah so them kids are gonna be possible those kids are gonna be like 35 by the time that this show is over okay let me just say this the show leaves on a cliffhanger where the next part of the story well i guess they could flash forward into the future and do that and be like oh this is what we did to protect ourselves but if they're continuing on i don't see how they could wait three years because then some of these kids are going to have fucking beards and they're going to be gray and shit like that and you're like well he was just a, a teen like last season what happened I, I yeah. don't, I'm hoping it's not three years. It's like Tobey Maguire playing teenage Spider-Man. I'd be like, no, <laughs> this guy's 34. He does not look like he's in high school. A junior oh, in high school, no doubt. Feelings. My feelings, man. I'm 34. 
and I look pretty damn good. You do, but you don't look like a high schooler, and that's a compliment. <laughs> well, now you're just calling me old, you bastard. Hey, I'm feeling pretty old myself. <laughs> well, right now you're just in the in the COVID, man. It's all right. <laughs> you pull through. I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> Don't put pennies on your eyeballs. It'll be okay. Oh, all right, fine. I'll get let's sweep them back into my change drawer. <laughs> then I've got like eleven dollars in here. Oh my god, that's a lot of pennies. It is. I'm going to take them all to the grocery store one day and pay in, entirely in pennies. Oh god, that would. I God, I hated that. <laughs> Yep, yeah, you don't don't miss those days, do you? Not the grocery store with old people. No, that and writing checks. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, yeah, I'm getting people in it out of here, my mind's almost clear. And then somebody like fucks up and they just like, well, how much is that? Can you take that off? Can you take that off? Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm gonna die. Can you not cash this until tomorrow? Like, listen here, lady, it is in the olden days. You just slide it through and slide it out, and it's done like that. Yeah, we've got telecheck now. You don't even have to fill it out, and they'd fill it out anyway. So they'd sit there for 12 minutes filling it out. Like that, bitch. <laughs> uh, and having to do the cross and check their ID when the thing wouldn't go through. Yeah. There was yeah. a lot. There was don't. a lot. Don't become an old person who writes checks. <laughs> I don't intend to. <laughs> Stay strong, my friend. We can get through this. Um, but we've talked about the boys twice on two previous episodes. You want to make it a third? Yeah, because that's how we milk what people enjoy. Yeah, so exactly. We're, we're looking milk for the shit on that. Get on that titty, Jake. We're looking for a third. So it's time to talk about the boys again. <laughs> So, All right. Well, well you're somebody can some, somebody can watch, and uh, we'll take turns watching uh, because I don't feel everybody I don't feel comfortable with everybody jumping in all at once. You got to kind of warm. Season? Yeah, you got to kind of warm up to it. Sharon, um, Karen, now you get out there, and you share, you care. Yeah, exactly. So it's just you, me, and this octopus that I brought into the bedroom. <laughs> Why does it want to taste me? I'm a little freaked out by that. <laughs> I knew that shit was going to happen. <laughs> I I thought, I, yeah, I had my, my feelings about it. There did a lot of weird things with octopuses in this episode. Yep. He had to, oh, strays back. <laughs> yeah, that was my cat. He's been meowing. Like, what up, bitch? I'm like, hey, man, don't be knocking shit over. He's like, wow. Turn that cat, put that cat back on the TV. Wow. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> um, so I think season three of the boys is probably my TV show of the year so far. And it's probably not close really, but that's just to show. Ready to pop the question. The jewelers at blue have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We have had the pleasure of experiencing some genuinely great TV shows this year, uh, but the boys is really good. Thank you, Raleigh B and or Sebastian. <laughs> oh, it was Raleigh. I shouldn't should have known about that that very loud very video. Vocal. He's very vocal. <laughs> but, um, yeah, what so in this in the first or the last two episodes was Black Noir he was he talking to his cartoon buddies? Yep. <laughs> okay, so Black Noir has been like a mystery kinda. You know, in the comics he was or he is Homelander's um, clone, which I wonder if they're going to bring him back and try to make that a thing. I don't know. I doubt it. But um, uh, I just get the sense that he is very dumb and he's childlike. He's just a born assassin. Yeah, and he's uh, very much allergic to nuts as well. Hey, me too. And bullshit. I forgot that from that last season where they tried to collapse a house on him and then they just gave him like a peanut or whatever. And he's like, Oh my God, <laughs> I'm dying. Yeah. Some dude blew up on him. He's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. Um, things really come to a, yeah. uh, a head in a big way here. So uh, from this point on spoilers for the boys season three, if you haven't watched it, <laughs> if you haven't finished it, like I haven't up until about two hours ago. Um mm-hmm. This show is is so good, but I I really want to talk about that big twist that we got at the end of the next last episode. Did you think, Murray? Did you think it was necessary for Soldier Boy to be Homelander's biological father? Um, it makes sense. Uh, I, I don't at this point. The only plot point that was was to kind of bend it. So there's confliction for Homelander and Soldier Boy, but it could be a building block because I hear we haven't seen the end of Soldier Boy. I don't know if that'll be in a flashback or if he'll come back and then it'll be father and son. But I don't know. And we can also say that it might have been necessary because you get to see the human side of Homelander, who is still um, a, a boy who just wants to be loved. And that's the big reason, um, the way that he is, how he is. He's deeply insecure, and he needs that uh, adoration of people. That's the only reason that he's Vaught is able to basically keep him in check is because of uh, the polling, and he wants to that love and that respect from everybody. But he's also happy 
to kind of uh, go off in different directions to get it as we see like towards the end where he's just got his own uh nazi fan club basically <laughs> lots of stormfront people lots of uh just homelander people that are happy to see him melt a dude's face because he threw something at his kid um yeah <laughs> that was pretty wild and also i feel like it could have been something that happened around in america <laughs> <laughs> you know, if someone was a superhero, they'd be like, oh, yeah, cool, he's dead in cold blood. Yeah, this show is razor thin in its references to real-world stuff and real-world events. Uh, they're not they're not shy away from directly drawing comparisons to, uh, <laughs> to other people. Some very, very obvious real-world stuff that's that's going on where you're talking about fake news. They've got like the fake like Fox News at Vought, but they also they just own literally everything. So they've got like the Queen Maeve's inclusive kingdom and they've also got the um Vought gun show where they've got all these militant conspiracy theorists. They really they've got they control everything. They've got they've got their hand in in every pocket basically. Um it's so, like Disney. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which you know you're like oh well how brave of them it is to, is is it for them to do that and then you were like oh yeah this is an amazon show on they're literally produced by one of the largest companies in the entire world so how much of this can you take with like a, a giant grain of salt i mean they're definitely yeah i think it's thought is more akin to an amazon than it is a disney <laughs> honestly just the way that they, the way that they operate with all their multimedia stuff that they've got going on. <laughs> but I, yeah. What what were some of the highlights from from this, this season? Because I, oh, this season. Yeah. Well, I think V was pretty big. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. I thought you were going to say something there. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> to be uh, the head popper. I mean, we knew who the head popper was, but we also wanted to see how he would handle it and how she would factor in. So that's my new, but it's still a highlight. Uh, I think Black Noir was a highlight. Um, Maeve, she's a highlight. Um, the, I think the Soldier Boy, uh, the, what was it? It really sets the tone for the end wherever Butcher is like, in some kind of nightmare and like he sees his brother who committed suicide uh, we get some backstory there of him but he also comes back and he's like i guess sees huey as his brother yeah and which sort of makes sense uh i also like that the guy that they were originally hunting he was like yeah i've seen inside that guy's head he's a piece of shit <laughs> i'm not waking him yeah. up <laughs> like no he's my family I was like, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> um, yeah, I, there's no real lowlights for me in throughout this, throughout this whole season. Um, I thought it was incredibly ironic that a train had, uh, well, he, he murdered uh, blue Hawk and wound up having a heart attack and they gave him blue Hawk's heart as a heart transplant. So I thought that was, that was interesting yeah irony but i i I don't know is i thought that maybe he'd have a bigger part but he just seems like one of those 
like Bebop and Rocksteady from the Turtles. They're just like those side guys who always like fuck up. Yeah, him and the Deep. They're just constant. They're comic relief characters at this point. They're just Homelander loyalists, basically, because it was A Train that ratted out uh, Supersonic to Homelander, yeah. wasn't it? Because he was yeah. talking talking to him in the elevator, and he's like, "Hey, fuck this guy," and he's like, oh, "I don't know about that." And next next scene, he is super dead. So yeah, he's um, not my type. <laughs> Yeah, his whole his whole arc where he was trying to get in contact, get in touch with his roots, and his brother was just like winds up paralyzed. And he's just like, man, fuck off! Like, please get out of here. Every time you try to help, it just makes things worse. Uh, and he does not get that closure that he was hoping for with his brother. So I wonder if I wonder if he will be one of those characters that winds up getting redemption arc in the next season, or if he's done just too much bad shit at this point to be. Yeah. Well, we know also that we're operating on a limited time frame uh, for one of our characters um, because uh, Butcher's taken Timothy and I guess Starlight, she uh, figured out that it was it pretty much makes your brain quote, quote, Swiss chills. Yeah. So he is dying. Uh, and he stops he stops Huey from taking like the the one extra dose that would definitely push him over the edge and probably cause some completely irreversible damage. Uh, mm-hmm. And we know so we know butchers what the doctor tells him what he's got 12, 12 months to live, maybe eighteen. And so he lights up a cigarette and he's like, "Well, you can fuck off now. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm done." Yeah, I got a feeling that's going to factor in. Um, and also Homelander, we kind of, we talked about it, but like where they'll go in the future with, um, the fact that he openly murdered somebody, is that going to be like a thing? We're going to enter into some purge world or Homelander's going to be killing people and just admitting to it now. Well, it'll be, it will be interesting because he's also got his son basically firmly on his side now. So Mm -hmm. I, and this is just me throwing something out there to see if it'll stick. Are we going to get a end of Dexter new blood sort of thing where the son winds up killing the father at the very end? And that's the resolution to this. Well, Homelander's got to do something to sway that kid the opposite way. Cause Butcher's already done that. And, but I just don't see him condemning him. Um, Cause he, he saved him. And then he's kind of in, even though he, not father of the year. Uh, he still wants to have that relationship with the kid. Yeah, but it is pure. From what we've seen up to this point, it's purely for completely uh, self-serving reasons. Is the only reason that he kind of wants wants him around. And he also he talks talks in the last episode about how the seven were supposed to be his family, and he's like, "All of you are fucking idiots. You're not my family. You suck." <laughs> <laughs> take off your wig i hate you yeah well what was the what the fuck was up with that well she's been pulling out her hair like all season because i thought to myself the same thing i was like um i knew a kid who had like that issue with pulling his hair out during school um mm. in this moment so that is a thing but i was like is this gonna be like a superhero or something like she, is she gonna be like 
Oh, I have this really shitty power where I grow hair really quick. I don't know. I'm just expecting something stupid. I thought it was a kink thing. Yeah, we get the that too with the dildo. Yeah, where she were in the first episode where she, she was having sex in the bathroom with uh, the movie director. And she was like, rip my hair out. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I I don't know. And she's also pushed some buttons this season wherever she's been very uh, negative um, and like forcing people to do stuff and like standing up for yourself. So great for standing up for yourself, but you stand up for the wrong people most times. And uh, I just wonder if it's going to be like one of those snarky smirky things whenever the end of uh, next season if she's killed off and then the other Ashley takes over so she doesn't have to be the other Ashley anymore she'll just be Ashley yeah so we it the end of this season leaves us in an interesting sort of place because Butcher is alive but he's on a time frame uh, Starlight is the seven are basically done at this point it seems uh, it seems Starlight's out. Uh, the Deep and A Train or are kind of sidelined. I I would imagine. Um, well, uh, the Deep is going through with his like crazy wife thing. Uh, whatever is going on there with the octopus, I don't know. But uh, he they broke up, and now he has a book out, and she's like slamming him. And then uh, A Train he has that confliction about the heart stuff. But he is coming around as a person. Um, Seemingly. He did apologize to Huey. It seemed like he really meant it. Because I had already forgotten that he flattened or ran straight through Huey's girlfriend in episode one. Yeah, just vaporized her into a puddle of meat, basically. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's that's a true statement, which is, I I don't know, a lucky thing, too. I don't know if Huey will ever think and be like, hey, thanks for killing that girl that I was dating and loved. I can get this chick who I love and go on adventure. Uh, and we've also got uh, Congress Lady Victoria Newman, who is now running for, or she's the vice president. And yeah, got, uh, she helped get uh, the guy who was the head of vault initially before Homelander. She got him arrested. Who's, her, step, of her, who's her stepdad? Yeah, and then she gave her kid Temp B. We never saw anything about that. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of interesting directions we can go because not many people are dead. Um, <laughs> Homelander, obviously still alive. Soldier Boy is still alive. Uh, the old lady, the old agent lady, whose name I cannot remember, still alive. Kim, um, Kimiko lost her powers, but has them back. Queen right, Maeve. Because, um, Soldier Boy can take those from people. Maeve lost her powers and her and her girlfriend seemingly ride off into the sunset after she fakes her death. And Starlight joins the boys. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, there's also the fact that we have found a Homelander weakness his ear because when Maeve was fighting with him, she stabbed him in the ear and to be like this all powerful, mighty person. He got stabbed in the ear pretty pretty easily. <laughs> well, yeah, imagine being the most powerful living creature, but then like swimming for too long, and then you get an earache. <laughs> yeah, or the pool from that movie. <laughs> or I used a, I used a Q-tip in the wrong way and accidentally shoved some earwax a little bit too far into my ear canal. 
Yeah, that. I hate that. Oof. Lame. <laughs> yeah, but and that's kind of what's going on. So he does have a vulnerability. I'm assuming now is that he's deaf in one ear, which makes him easily, um, you know, cuts off one of his senses. So because he's got super hearing as well. It was another big thing that they emphasized this season, which is why anyway, anytime they're in the building, they're always like turning music on or the TV all the way up so that they can talk without him being able to hear from really far away. Oh, I bet he could hear it though. He put his little ear up to the, the wind or the door or whatever. I'm sure he could hear that. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, I think this season has been really good. I'm interested to see where the next season goes. Uh, Homelanders look like an asshole. I think this is going to be like a Trumpy thing where people are very divided on him. And uh, as we've seen, they already are because uh, lots of people are Team Starlight, where she's out there on uh, all of her Instagram followers. She's like, "This is happening," and, it, and everyone at Vault's like, "No, it's not." <laughs> <laughs> that's fake news. You're lying. Everything's cool. There's definitely soldier boy is definitely not here and on his way to kill everyone at the tower. Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah. So if you haven't watched uh, the boys already, I, it's another big recommend from both of us. One of the highlights, one of the highlights of this year in terms of TV shows, really, really, really highly enjoyed it. Probably the best superhero slash comic book adaptation that there is right now. I really enjoy it. God, I really enjoy it. And it's really two main actors that I really enjoy. Everybody else is great in their position, but I just think the people that take the bulk of the work are just like the most interesting. Like, who's your favorite character? Who is the person you're constantly watching? Oh, yeah. I think Anthony Starr and... Carl Urban definitely are doing a lot of heavy heavy lifting in this series, one hundred percent. Anthony Starr to me, I think he's the number one guy because anytime you watch Homelander, you're like, oh my god, what is this idiot gonna do? Because anytime he says something, I mean, it's pretty pretty interesting because it, it's gonna affect the plot in some way, shape, or form. He's terrifying. It's like if you give an eleven year old superpowers, it's yeah. so unpredictable. <laughs> He peaked and never went back. That's what he is, though. He's literally a literal giant man baby, and everyone else just has to kind of deal with the the nuclear fallout of his uh, mood swings and temper tantrums. Yeah, and you know, I've noticed that all the heroes who are in this, I know I said this last time, uh, they're, when they're, some people can go between their outfits for being a superhero and just street clothes and it seems like people who can do that um, they have a better grasp and they're not as so villainy in, in the show but the people that constantly have to wear it they just seem like they're off like it's a complex yeah that's their identity they don't have an yeah. identity outside of that so who I am like the deep sometimes I'm like hey, why are you dressed like that yeah, never takes his shirt off because of his weird gills. <laughs> but definitely Even, takes his pants off. Yeah, he does that a lot. Always, <laughs> he's always fucking some kind of fish or mollusk, is what he says. She's like, I'm not having sex with a fish. He's like, Well, uh, it's a mollusk. She's a mollusk, actually. Um, pronouns. Kind of like, uh, yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. He's like, Oh, damn. 
<laughs> kind of like a, a call out to but just in a funny way yeah i just the the big endearing image from that was just the little the tentacle that was like touching her leg when she was laying on the bed that just cracked me up <laughs> well the fact that she been kind of like humored it to get that close <laughs> like she got on the bed and then changed into like more sexy clothing yeah i just want to see i want to see next season where the octopus has to wear lingerie what that's going to look like you know though they can make it happen they had a man jump into another man's penis and explode which is probably the biggest part of this whole season definitely the image i'm going to be thinking about the fact that that happens in the first six minutes <laughs> yeah. yeah definitely the the big i just want to know what it's like to work on this show and build wow. to spend like a week building the inside of a urethra on a sound stage the <laughs> what what must be going through those people's minds when they're building this giant urethra <laughs> I mean, that's just the uh, average Saturday night, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. Just a normal Saturday night. And then, could you imagine? Well, I guess it's it's not so hokey pokey, but if people were like building this in their garage, I'm like, yeah, I'm taking this to work tomorrow, this huge fucking dick. <laughs> or trashing that. Could you imagine like the garbage man has to go pick it up from that set? Like, who oh, the fucking dick? It's like hanging out the back of the truck. It's like knocking over trash cans as they go down. <laughs> they take a corner too tight and it's like knocking stuff over. <laughs> you hear like the wax, you know, like the hand on the balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. The flat fat heard around the world. <laughs> yeah, you, you're picking up what I'm putting down. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think the show is great. You know, it's kind of enjoyable because the two things that we have watched are, are the game and the TV show. It's both been very good. Um, and it's rare that we get two things from the same episode that are good. Always good to interact with good things. Um, interacting with stuff that's kind of shitty, exhausting. <laughs> Not nearly as fun to talk about as it turns out. So, yeah. Agree. Reviewing good things always, always positive. Um, um, but yeah, we got a few. Our um, our our segues are just completely on point tonight. I know we both um at the same time, and I was like, "Well, yeah, we keep <laughs> oh, we keep doing that. the beat." That's the uh, big old Zoom energy where you just kind of stop talking and you go, "Well, uh, <laughs> the next thing." <laughs> Yeah, so there. I I'm just kind of gonna share what I've seen and kind of my thoughts on things uh, since we've last podcast. Uh, it's on the new Thor movie, Love and Thunder. Uh, there were some nice things about it, but I think overall the acting was kind of subpar. Especially Natalie Portman, I just expected so much more from her. I guess because she's my favorite comic um, book movie, which is Deep for Vendetta. She did so great at that. I know she's better but it seemed like they were making it more for little kids. Even the beginning of like the, the first like 20 minutes of it, probably like an old spice commercial. Oh yeah. Um, so do you think it's worth doing an entire episode on? 
Oh no. Oh man. <laughs> no. There uh, well. there's been stuff out there, but it just did not it was too childish. And Ragnarok has been the top one because I think it was funny, but not overly like mushy funny. Like where it's like, okay, yeah, I get it. And that's just part of be funny. You're overselling it. I got you. Well, sounds like it's going to be Umbrella Academy next week. Then. <laughs> yeah, which I have made it like four or five episodes in. Cool. I can't wait to get started on that. Second season of that was so good. Really, really enjoyed Umbrella Academy. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I'm not sure who the antagonist is yet. And, well, kind of. I think there might be a switcheroo at some point. I don't know for a fact, factual, but I'm interested to see that switch. So I will say that there is definitely something, a multiple things show that will keep your interest like this season. Cool. Um, yeah, so just a few short little news bits. Uh, Rockstar is apparently they were working on a Red Dead 1 remaster and a GTA 4 remaster, uh, but they're not doing that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to, and then we decided not to. <laughs> the big news about that is it's not happening anymore, uh, due in part to the not very good reception that that GTA uh, Classic Trilogy reception got. Uh, they oh, had yeah, they're all trash. They didn't try with that. So if uh, they couldn't do a better job with these two, don't bother. Just work on GTA 6, which is seemingly what they are what they decided to do. I wonder when they're going to do Bully 2 or you know remaster Bully because people that's are really a, excited about that game. That's a deep cut. <laughs> that is a deep cut, but I, there's such a cult following for it. I mean, it's been like 15 years, so those kids who played it back in the day are like adults now, so of course they want to play it. I've never never played it. Do you think it's worth going in on now if you don't have that nostalgia for it? Uh, I don't know. I enjoyed it, but it's kind of like GTA, except you're a kid. You know, GTA is probably more excitable because you get to jump in cars and shit like that. Where this kid's like riding his bike and getting into school fights. Yeah, you get to go to the strip club in GTA as well. We'll see. That's already a winner there. Yeah, look at these really <laughs> weirdly animated strippers that have a skin condition. Just <laughs> really just bob around awkwardly. <laughs> it's some great. It's some great stuff. I can't imagine what. Can't imagine teenagers getting their little dicks off on that one. <laughs> oh, you know, we would have been there playing those games at our houses and being like, oh, yeah, here we go. It's time. Yeah, just blowing all of your stealing cars and blowing all of your money at the fake strip club. <laughs> <laughs> Dance for it, mama. <laughs> uh, James Kahn from The Godfather passed away at age 82. Yeah, um, that was bombing. Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio were reportedly returning for an MCU Echo show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which Teller, didn't know how Kingpin was going to end up after a Hawkeye. Absolutely. Uh, Miles Teller has confirmed he's in talks with Tom Cruise about a possible Top Gun 3. So uh, I like Top Gun Maverick a whole lot. So 
I would be happy right. to see that again. Uh, hopefully it doesn't take him another 36 years to, uh, to make one. Doubtful. Strike while the iron's hot. I'm sure they will. But then yeah. Tom Cruise is going to be like 61 by the time that movie comes out. It's not going to be believable whenever he's got an auction tank on. He's like, hey, let's get into the airplane. Uh, I, if anyone can do it, it's him. He's got that Scientologist magic going on anyway, anyways. It must he's a, be. He's God. aged pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably have to work. Albuquerque, Albu- <laughs> Albuquerque, New Mexico is erecting mm-hmm. statues of Walter White and Jesse Pinkman. Nothing says, hey, we're proud of meth, like putting that up. I hope they also put up a statue of Walter White's Pontiac Aztec right in the town square. One of the ugliest cars ever made. Well, shit, if they're going to do that, won't they erect Jay and Silent Bob and Cheech and Chong and Harold and Kumar? All famous in New Mexico productions. (laughs) Um... There's a trailer for Orphan First Kill. Uh, did you watch this, Ryan? I did not. Oh, uh, no, I did not. Because Okay, I posted this. I got to go back and watch this. But this all is right. live. It's auto-playing right now and without any sound, and all I see is a girl playing a piano. So, bad movie. Well, the first one was like there was this kid, and then you find out that it's not a kid that these people adopted. It's this murderous like 30 some year old lady who as posed as a, a child, but it's actually a kid. You're like, come on, this ain't believable. I mean, they make up, they put makeup on her, but it didn't really come off like, Oh dang, that's a, that's a girl or an old lady. You know? Wow. These people are fucking idiots. Then <laughs> yeah. imagine being 30 years old and being adopted. Well, now the exact opposite thing. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Like, Maybe now, or like in her 20s. I mean, how is she going to pull off being like a kid now? I don't know. Either now. I guess we'll find out. Uh, we're also getting a uh, another trailer for Rob Zombie's Monsters uh, coming this September. Uh, and looks all right. Definitely more uh, family-centric. Uh, but I think still could be good. We'll, we'll see. It definitely is looking like the least Rob Zombie-esque Rob Zombie thing he's done. So good yeah, for him. Well, how about the Valley, though? It's like some horror. But yeah, I agree. Uh, and moving right along, uh, there's a Powerpuff Girls reboot that's happening. I feel like they just did a re- reboot like five years ago. Uh, if they did, went right over my head. Well, uh, clearly to the dumpster as well. <laughs> but something we are probably more interested in is Netflix is very deep into development on more Fear Street movies. So, yeah, that's kind of interesting. Um, I also seen that they had lost like a million subscribers, which is yeah. so the news. Yep, and they're re- they're really ready to crack down on that password sharing thing too. Yeah, so, and they really want to get the uh, uh, commercials out there. They're like, oh, yeah, you know what? This commercial. Password sharing doesn't bother me because I've always been the one that uh, everybody has used my account. So it doesn't affect me. 
but if I got to watch a goddamn ad in Netflix, I'm literally going to lose my shit. That is the last straw for me if I start seeing commercials in there. Did they offer an option where you pay more to not have commercials, or is it going to be commercial? I would be shocked <laughs> if, because that's what Hulu is supposed to be, right? Where there's like an ad-free version of that, but since Hulu has live TV, you still get commercials when you're watching live TV. So, yeah, though I kind of like the power of the commercial. I can look at my phone. That's what commercials are for me now. That is the power of the commercial. Uh, and last, uh, I guess, but not least, uh, a big and a really big one for this podcast. Thank you. Uh, Halloween ends. A new trailer was released for that. Your, fa- your favorite, your favorite movie. <laughs> oh, it should have been Halloween. It should have ended already. <laughs> Halloween. It should have ended already. Um, I can't wait till they get to the end of this one and Jamie Lee Curtis is still alive and somehow Michael Myers is also still alive. They've already foreshadowed it. They're both going to die in this movie. Well, I know they're going to keep making these till the end of time. They're going to keep no, rebooting. <laughs> they probably will reboot it, but this one's kind of like a throwback and reboot because it includes Jamie Lee Curtis, but it only follows the trail from the first movie and then it takes off for this series. So it doesn't include like C, uh, two, three, four or whatever H2O. Which makes, which made that last movie not make any sense because why is everybody afraid of Michael Myers? If he's just this guy that killed some people 40 years ago and he's been uh, in a mental asylum ever since then. I mean, well, it, I think he was like a haunted tell and people were like ooh and then he actually did come back to the town he's like yeah fuck you bitches no I think they were just trying to milk the audience's perception of knowing that there's been 20 other movies but the characters <laughs> the characters in the movie it would have made absolutely no sense for them to be as scared of Michael Myers as they were because it was just something that happened before most of them were born <laughs> <laughs> and he killed like four people 40 years ago. So it's like, who fucking cares? Like, sorry that happened. But yeah, they definitely were like, they were trying to have their cake and eat it too, whether he's got this reputation outside of the world of where that movie was happening. And that really kind of annoyed the bakery, me. man. <laughs> yes. Yes, they did. <laughs> but Ryan, um, I think and my voice is starting to give out and that might be that might do us for this week <laughs> all right well give us a like on all the major platforms uh if you know somebody or if somebody needs this kind of entertainment in their life please do introduce us to them and we will introduce ourselves to them over Can't and wait over again to myself to these people 169 times we've done it in many, oh, many, yeah. many more, apparently. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll make it 200. <laughs> but that'll do us for this week. Uh, as we say uh, at this, the end, uh, <laughs> as we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate. Nighty night, bitches. Until next time, folks. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.